saudara kami bersyukur dan saudara tinggal di sini Ekrim dan sudah penuh dengan air sungai di tempat kami di sistem sendiri penuh dengan lumpur hari Rabu hari Kamis kami hari Rabu ketika saya bekerja sehingga kami mendapatkan perintah dari atasan
He can't live this way anymore. When he woke up with the same uh, makeup from the last night's concert, he woke up and he was walking. He doesn't know where to go. He um, he walked out of his um, hotel room and he walked right in front of a church. And then he um, and there was a church congregation member who invited him to go into the church. And from then onwards, his life has been changed. And then the CNN reporter asked him, Do you leave all this for just one person that is asking you to come to church? He goes, No. I leave everything behind for Jesus Christ. And then I can imagine the face of the CNN um, reporter because he's not a Christian. He's saying, He's asking, What are you saying? You've been delivered he said exactly by the Lord Jesus Christ that's why after he received Jesus him and his um, music group he received a contract of two twenty million dollars contract for a music records um, of his uh, of their fifth album all his friends has um, has signed it apart from him he's the last person he asked for um, them to give him time to think and then he went home and he asked God do I need to continue this contract and have a tour from one city to another and doing the same thing in the past and he decided not he's not gonna sign that contract 20 million dollars contract and he declined that for Jesus Christ brothers and sisters a person who is a Brian who is Brian Welsh who is so well known and famous and lives in such wealth and he is full of people who uh, who fans him so much and he ended up choosing Jesus Christ he chose to be small so then Jesus Christ become big in his life brothers and sisters in Christ we who live in an era where everyone is consuming to increase right we would just want to be more um, more wealthy we want to have more money we want to have more properties we want to have more cars and we want to have more successful in our business we want to have more in everything we always want to go up and up and up but if you look at it this is what happens in our society we always want to receive more salary but we want lesser working hours we want more pro um, property but we want lesser mortgage repayment right 
and when once the interest rate goes up we started to panic and it, we want to be more well um, richer but we want to have less stress and for students we want to be smarter but with lesser less uh, um, study period all of you who wants to be more spiritual but you want less uh, Bible reading and um, I I'm met Sally and I didn't realize that she lost quite a fair bit of weight and there are so many people who want to be fit but and slimmer but they want less uh, um, less uh, exercise and everyone wants ro more roast and whatnot for but they want less uh, cholesterol you see we want to increase all the gain but we want to decrease all the pain and this is where the society that we're living in but there's one Bible verse that we should read today let us take a look at John chapter 3 verse 30 John chapter 3 verse 30 John the Baptist says he must increase but I must decrease and this is what John the Baptist has said Jesus Christ has to become bigger and I have to decrease myself and I want to explain to um, which context we have to do it in the world is telling us more is better but the Bible in biblical um, spiritual life the key is lesser is better see maturity depending on our size how smaller we are in the world's eyes but we're bigger in God's eyes and that's the principle in spiritual the worldly principle they said winning is the only thing and losing is not an option but the Bible has said John had, um, the Baptist has said he um, we should be decreased so then Jesus Christ can be increasing us for John the Baptist is not a failure to become uh, smaller because it's such an achievement because in our society this way we have lived we have found a lot of people who wants to become more popular more know, well known and everything but to become smaller not there are not that many people who wants that Jesus once said in Matthew 26 verse 39 says yes father if I may let this um, alcohol be yours and Galatians 2 chapter 20 said and I live it is not I who live but Jesus Christ who lives in me so there are two um, similarities in these two verses they both speak about he must increase and I must decrease Brothers and sisters, if I want to summarize about living Christianity life, it can be summarized by just one verse that he must increase but I must decrease. Because when Jesus Christ has gone bigger, we can all see that all our problems are pretty much small. But today we need to have a look at how we can become smaller. What does it mean to become decreased? We'll take a look at these um, aspects from each and every one of us.
there's a small portion there's a portion that we need to make it smaller if we want to introspect our heart and take a look at our life we can see our pride our ego our status we can see our anger jealousy and bitterness we can find them in our lives there's certain things that we need to be small at I've learned a lesson just recently roughly about last November together with the family we went for a holiday to Malaysia to KL and Hong Kong and then with my in-law brother-in-law we went to a Japan, Japanese restaurant buffet all you can eat and you can imagine we only paid $25 um, Australian dollars and as soon as we walked in this is a fine dining we can eat everything and we can buy everything there are some that we um, we can grab our own we can have a la carte as well they have sushi, sashimi, tempura all the Japanese food are in there and I didn't know about I don't know about you but as a man if we walked into a buffet restaurant like this he's like going into his own you know world or kingdom kind of thing right and whereas a female is different the females they look at them and they look at choices you know which ones can I choose from that but men they're different they look at them so nice and they want everything and I'm like that too just quite frankly so I grab these I grab the whole lot you know a bit of everything on you know I pay I place them on my plate with such a massive plate I put them and my wife she was choosing selecting what she wants to pick but me I grabbed every single one into my plate and I took them on um, brought them to my table I saw my wife right next to me and I was so ready you know eager to eat it and I just looked at my head and I saw my wife and my wife looked at me you know when you're after you're um, after you're married roughly about nine years like me you know this is not the kind of look that you want from your wife it's just like you know having a dragon about to eat you you know the way she looks she's trying saying oh you look pretty satisfied there eh? with all that you have on your plate just remember about your cholesterol right now and she because she keeps track of my cholesterol every six months I have to take um, blood tests and if you ask me I don't remember what my level of cholesterol is but she knows and so she looked at me because of my um, brothers-in-laws over there they didn't say anything but from her I um, the, the, from her look and said oh this is for us to eat all together <laughs> I, I was given a revelation to say it that way I must decrease I must decrease there are some particular areas that we need to learn to decrease and I learned it that there and then I need to decrease um, the way I eat so then my body is fit and I'm so glad that I've got a wife who controls how much I eat so what does it really mean to be decreased and how can we become decreased let us take a look at Philippians chapter 2 let us take a look from the first one to verse 8 Philippians chapter 2 verse 
1 to 8. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being, one, being of one accord, one of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or feigning glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other be better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7 says, But made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeliness of men, and being found in, the f in fashion as man, be he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 to 6, um, Paul, Prophet Paul said, in the for men, even though they in the um, in the body of men, even though he is the same as God, but he is um, reducing, he, decreasing himself. So you can imagine, you need to take note of the first point. That is, you need to humble yourself. So. You need to humble yourself. I really like this passage because it is said that Jesus humbled himself. He doesn't need others to humble himself, but he himself humbled himself. So the first thing is we need to um, humble ourselves or God humbles ourselves. So you know when God's trying to humble us, it's not going to be a good situation. In Indonesia, it's not easy to hear a businessman to um, to lift God's name. We need to humble ourselves before God. Humility or humbleness is not a topic that is quite popular that we want to hear nowadays. Because why? Because we live in a society that is talking about human rights it is my rights but if you take a look at it is it when Jesus come to the world he does he have any rights at all to me this is such a great role model an incredible role model that he speaks about humility imagine as God he is the creator of heaven and earth and he humbled himself to be born as a human as humble as he is, he was born in a manger and he was humbled and he lived in a family that is not wealthy and for 33 years he um, he's, he has started his ministry and also he humbled himself that even though he is the same as our Father in Heaven but it doesn't say that he is um, level is right he, but he humbled himself how he humbled he is that he died on the cross and he was public humiliated 
and when he was um when he was whipped and everything and he died on the cross this is such a great role model that we can learn and if we speak about humbleness when we speak about humility Jesus is the best role model because he knows what the meaning of humility is you know what the most humble person that the Bible has mentioned in the book of Numbers 12 verse 3 Moses was the most humbled man but this is what I don't understand but you know this is probably one thing that I cannot um, understand in my theology study it was said that Moses was the most humble person but who was the writer of um, the book of Numbers it is Moses because Moses was the writer so I don't understand that if I go to heaven I don't know I don't have that answer for you today but I want to promise you if I go to heaven I want to ask Moses why on earth did you write in the book of Numbers Moses was the, hum the most humble person because I don't understand that Probably Moses said, "Oh, because it is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who told me." So, <laughs> but but that was um, what was written in the Bible. I've got an illustration. There was a governor from the state of Massachusetts in America was doing his campaign. This is campaign for the second period, and his name is Christian Heather and he's campaigning and at that time his campaign was so busy that he forgot to have breakfast he forgot about lunch until he was so hungry and then at the closing of his campaign he visited a church and he he had a service there after the service um, they you know hand out the food and he was lining up and then Christian Heather lined up to grab her meal and then once uh, and then what right on the her turn someone uh, there's an old lady who handed her a bowl of rice and a piece of chicken and she asked oh ma'am can I ask for two pieces of chicken instead because she was so hungry and then the lady said sorry we can only give one um, one chicken per person and then Christian had the, this governor because she was so hungry she asked but I am so hungry ma'am and the, ma the old lady said oh only one person can have one piece and move along so Christian Heather started to get agitated and he, she feels like oh I'm, as a governor she wants to use the um, her positions to get what she wants ma'am do you know who I am I am the governor of this state and then this lady um, this lady said and look at her do you know who I am and then the Christian was about to, a bit shocked you know and probably she was the mother of a president or something and she goes I am the woman who sh uh, who hands out this chicken as soon as uh, as long as I said one piece of chicken per person that's it so move along so it may sound so funny right but we tend to always do it whether we realize it or not we started to use our position to back up ourselves to achieve um, to receive what we want so humility and humbleness it is really 
required in our society, in our church, we needed it. So then we don't, um, we don't always um, get carried away with the world. That's why we need to humble ourselves. There are a couple of things that we can do to become humble. In Galatians 5 verse 26 says, um, in, Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. In other verses said, even though I want to be great, I want to be great in Jesus Christ. Amen. So for those of you who are still young, don't try to be someone else. Just be yourself. As God's children that are young, we try to look wow and great so that we are being accepted by our friends. Just remember it that to become small in the world's eyes but great in God's eyes is far more important rather than being seen as wow among our friends. Amen? Alright, second point. How can we become lesser? So the first point was for us to be humble, uh, to humble ourselves. So the second point is that we need to live other people's lives. So from Philippians chapter 2 verse for says look, look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others so don't think of um, our own self but also think of others what's the practicality of this in other words we need to leave other people those people who want to become great all the time and who wants to increase all the time they don't like to live other people's life why because other people become the same level as them or even greater than them they feel that their themselves is becomes decreased and not meaningful so they never want to live other people's life but Paul said in verse 4 look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others there are so many people who needed our hands these sort of people who doesn't want to live other people's life only cares about their ego and we need to learn to live other people's life according to John Maxwell a great um, writer said there are two type of people people can be the wind beneath our wings or the anchor on our bones what it means is we can become the wind beneath the wings of other people that makes those people to fly higher or we can become an anchor of a boat then they can't even move anywhere so there are two options today for us today. Do we want to be that wind that lifts um, other people's lives to fly higher, or do we want to be an anchor that is just quite um, that pulls other people's um, life from not moving forward? Do we want to add value in other people's life, or do we want to um, hold on to that, um, head up those values? So where are we at the moment? Which positions are we in? It is a choice. 
we can be the wind beneath people's wing, or do we want to be anchors on people's boat? I'm so grateful that throughout my life, there are so many people who have lifted me up. Around about 16, 17 years ago, when I first came to Australia, I joined um, the church in Melbourne. You know, um, the pastor, August Budiman. I'm so glad that he's in that place because that was where my life was lifted up. I was given the opportunity to minister and serve the Lord and also share the word of God in that place. Why did I say I was lifted up in that place? Let me give you a bit of my background. I came from Medan and that time there were not many people, uh, Medanese people in the church. And you know how Medanese, they don't speak Indonesian um, quite well. And at church, I were... Oh, I was bullied um, with other pe um, by other people. I brought my friend, I don't know where he was, and then I asked the people who walked past, hey, did, did you see um, that person? What, what am I seeing, you know? It's, it's just a word that they use, um, the word see that they use from different area. See, there's always a word that they, you know, that they tease me of. And then my friend asked me, oh, um, where do you, where are you going? And I said, I want to go around. And then my friend said, where are you going around? Aren't you going to go um, dizzy and stuff like that? Um, yeah. Uh, it's just like, a, um, it, they, they gave me a nickname of uh, Foolish. And um, there was one day, um, Pastor August has asked me to give an, uh, has given me the opportunity to, for me to pray. And everyone was so shocked. Oh, the foolish guy is going to lead the prayers. And I was preparing at home what, um, what I was going to say for the prayer. I remember I said ten times so then I can say it quite well. And then ever since then on, everyone was, um, trusted me to share the, um, the word of God. And no one would believe that the fact that the foolish guy would, um, would speak and share the sermon up in the pulpit and then um, everyone was just laughing at me but when they heard my message when I went down they said wow we're surprised we never thought that you can do it that way see there are people who lifted my life who, gave, who has given me the opportunity and they thought hey this foolish guy cannot do anything and they can't minister apart from being um, ushers and clean the um, bathroom or toilets because that's where I started. But I am so glad there are people who lifted my uh, uh, my life. In even in my church, in our church in Brisbane, from Hillsong campus, the pastors um, has asked me to come to their place, and they and he said he wants to become a mentor, and then. Um, with all, um, with about three other pastors, and about once a month, they invited us to their place, the pastor's place, and then I was given the um, opportunity to speak, you know, in front of like 1,000 or more congregation in Hillsong. 
city in Brisbane city and I was so um grateful and I and I promised God God I will have to do the same thing I need to live that other people's life too and I don't know God has placed me that um that willingness and I gathered a group of um young men and um for me to mentor them and I started to share from one two three people and lately it's already been seven people and right now there's about nine people and they started to realize we don't want anything from them from this um young, young men and female and we just want to give them food and we share to them and giving the mentors especially for the young families especially you have um you're married and you have your own kids don't think that you're you have your own world oh i have my own family don't even, don't forget others if there are those um young ones in the family become their mentors so it de- doesn't become the burden of pastor agus he himself in here So if you are um quite mature in your spiritual life then started to mentor these young um young ones don't say that yes you have your commitments in your own family but you need to have uh, um your own time to to mentor others you need to share your life with others don't just focus in i me and myself but there are other people too uh, as what Philippians 2 chapter 4 says An evangelist say do all the good things you can to all the people things you can in all the ways you can and as long as ever you can do all the good things to all the people that you can Brothers and sisters I believe that the congregation in this place are the congregation who loves God but the love needs to be shown among the service to the people around in this church not to ourselves amen and so the third point so then we can become decrease philippians 2 verse 3 says let nothing be done through strife or vain glory but in loneliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves so the third point is quite similar to the second point that is not to be self-centered we live in a society that everything is focusing on ourselves you know in the previous crisis is there anyone who receive um 25 bucks an hour salary uh wage and wants themselves to be decreased to 20 bucks an hour so then all their friends not to become made redundant right they're not going to do that so unfortunately a lot of companies including my company had to lay off a lot of people not long ago we have heard that there was a senior pastor who was asked to um to step down to become an associate pastor but it happened in our church associate pastor who has become a senior pastor he said it this way i felt that 
This is not right for me as a senior pastor. And he himself hired another senior pastor. And once they found another senior pastor, he stepped down and to become a, an associate pastor. And that's the pastor who um, invited us to come to their place to um, mentor us. And I looked up at them. People who um, who are willing to step down. And he himself who interviewed other senior pastors. And he has found the senior pastor that, that is the right one for the church. And that person becomes our senior pastor. And he became the associate pastor himself. And his name is Steve, um, the uh, senior pastor. And the senior pastor who becomes the senior pastor is Brian Houston. And I said, I took off my hat for you, Steve. There is a senior pastor who is willing to become associate pastor and even look, trying to find your own replacement. It's amazing. So a person who is self-centered sometimes tend to be people that is this way. I'll give you an, a practical example. The person who com comes home from work and he said it to his wife, um, wife, is the food ready yet? I'm hungry. And once he's had dinner, he didn't even wash his plates and every dishes and everything. He let his wives to wash all the dishes and he started to sit in front of the sofa, um, on the sofa in front of the TV and started to watch it. And then as soon as uh, his um, daughter comes home, oh, um, give me a hug and also give me a message first, massage first. And then he... On on the like on the weekend on Sunday, if he goes to church, he said, "Oh wow, who's the speaker today? Oh, if this speaker A, I'm not that great. He is not even a pastor. He is also just an uh, amateur um, speaker. Oh, what sort of worship? Um, you know, his favorite songs or something like that." Probably the worship song is like, what about me song, what about me, it isn't fair, I want my share. It's the, um, the car insurance um, uh, ad for Amy. So it's some sort of like a self-centered, right? So you can imagine, there was one day that I went to watch a movie with I myself, me, myself and I. And that's the person who is a self-centered. As long as there's a me, myself, and I, there's that's just enough. One day, there was a conductor, music conductor. He's a a great, well-known um, orchestra conductor in America, and he was interviewed one day by a reporter. What's the most difficult um, instrument to be played for? And this person said, it's the second fiddle, the second instrument. It is so easy for me to find a lead violinist. That's a, it's easy for me to find a lead, uh, a lead pi um, pianist. And also to find a second pianist or second violinist. It is so hard. Why? Because everyone else wants to be lead pianist and lead violinist. 
and to be, to find the second violinist who plays with the enthusiasm um, enthusiasm is so it's not um, it's not easy at all. But if there is no second fiddle, then there is no um, second violinist. There is no harmony in the song. So you can imagine how important it is for, to become second. Everyone else wants to race to become the first. But there is a second for the um, there is a place for the second person. As long as there are so many people who are being called to become the seconds, so the principle of the kingdom of heaven does not say that we have to be the number one, as it may seem. But at church, we may be placed to become the second. So I don't need to compete. Don't need to race for that position. Amen. So, if not as a leader, um, there is a, without any harmony in your team, there will be your team will not go anywhere. A good leader would not say, "How are these people can help me to achieve my goal?" But on the other hand, a good leader will say. How am I supposed to help all these people to uh, um, to reach their own goal? What can I do for these people who have trusted me? Not the other around, but there are so many leaders who said, "What are these people who can? Uh, what can they do to achieve my goal?" And John Maxwell has said, "As a lead, uh, as a good leader, needs to look after them and ask what can they do to help them." Likewise in marriage, a good marriage does not happen that way. A good marriage happens when a partner said, what is it that I can do to for my husband or for my wife, not the other way around. A failed, um, failed marriage always happens when the husband or the wife said, what is it that my wife or husband can do for me? Why is it that my husband or wife does not do what I want? When the focus is ourselves in the marriage, we tend to see that marriage to fail. Okay, brothers and sisters, and that's the third point. Let's take a look at the last point. What is it? Uh, how is it that we can become um, lesser? Philippians 2 uh, verse 7 says, But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a serpent and was made in the li likeness of men. In Mark chapter 10, verse 43 to 45, um, Jesus has said, but, uh, but so shall it not be among you, but whoever will be great among you shall be your minister, and whosoever of you will be the chiefest shall be servant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, and to give his life for ransom, for money. So Jesus is the King of all kings, but when he comes down to the earth, he becomes a servant to serve. That is the reason why Jesus is known as the King of servants, or of the servant kings. Because, you know, if we are the boss, how many employees that we've got? That's how the world measures us. But Jesus has said, our greatness is not measured of how many servants that served us, but how many people who we serve. 
However small we are in the world's eyes, but it is big in God's eyes. How many people have you served? How many people have? Uh, how many people's feet have you washed, so then we can lift those people up? How many? Can I ask the um, musicians to come forward? There are so many books that taught us about leadership. I myself have read them, but not many have spoke about servanthood. If you read them, try to find those servanthood, servanthood leadership. You have to find um, find it and buy it. I was given that book from Pastor August. I went and I read it. It was so good, and that was the role model that God is trying to show to us. He is a leader, but he is also a servant. That is a good leader, because a leader who humbles himself to serve others. Brothers and sisters, humbleness becomes smaller. It's not a concept that the world understands and recognizes, and it's the concept. That's why the concept, the concept is not so popular. But we need to learn. To become lesser, so then Jesus Christ can become bigger and increase in our lives. I remember there was a story in the book of the Bible. One day, the prophet Nathan came to David and said God's promise in two Second uh, Samuel chapter seven. Um. Therefore, now let your hands be strengthened and be vigilant. You know what David said? Oh wow! I'm gonna be made a king that is so great for Israel. No, he didn't say that. But you know what David's response was? The response, um. He said, "Lord, who am I, O Lord God? What is my house that Thou hast brought me to He?" He said, "Who am I, O Lord God? I'm not worthy to receive everything. Why are you doing this, all?" And that is humbleness for me. You can imagine if. God has come to you, and God said, "I want to use you amazingly with all the series of、um, signs and everything." But how many of us will humble ourselves and say, "Who am I, O Lord?" Like David, "Who am I, O Lord?" I stand here in front of the pulpit. I remember that foolish guy 16 years ago, and I was told to be. Stupid, and I can't even speak Indonesian properly. When all my friends knows that today I I preach to others, they can't say anything. And every time after I finish preaching, I always say, "God, who am I, O、oh、Lord? Who am I?" Let us bow our heads and pray. I want to challenge you all. Today, let yourself to become 
decrease and may Jesus become increased because when we increase that's when we can see that our God is great and when we see our God is great then our perspective will be changed the way we see problems will be changed the way we see our lives will be changed today God is saying there are so many areas specific areas that you need to be decreased probably in the in your relationship probably for you to become decreased is pretty much simply just to go home and to ask forgiveness from your husband or wife probably for you some people you need to become lesser in your emotion you easily um, erupt in anger and you probably need to be smaller in this brothers and sisters Christianity is not about us but about Jesus Christ he needs to be great and we need to always be lesser thank you Jesus thank you Jesus let us be silent and let us meditate what God's goodness is in our life we're not worthy to receive his blessings and his goodness but he has done that for us we have received the grace of God because he has loved us and today humble yourself before God so that God can become great in our lives Father God I have finished sharing your word and may you continue to work among your people's life in this place until you're being glorified until you're being lifted high until everyone who comes to this place can see how God is really living in this place not a person who works in here but it is that Jesus Christ who is working in this place so then people who comes in this place they can feel God's presence and it's not just the presence of men but it is the work of God of the Holy Spirit that is working in this place because everyone is trying um is learning to become decrease and you become increased Father God please bless this place and Holy Spirit may you touch each and every one of us so then you can make us realize that we are nothing without Jesus Christ thank you father god you're so good thank you father god thank you jesus